So welcome back to Coffee Combos. I'm here with Lindsay, and we have a lot to talk about today. Yes, so we haven't seen each other in... Two weeks. Is it two weeks? Probably two weeks. Yeah, about two weeks. Um, I had almost missed my flight. I woke up late, and I there was a lot of traffic, so I had a really hard time getting here. But I did leave Lux at home this trip, which is the first trip without him, and... That was a little bit nicer with, like, the chaos of almost missing my flight. It was nice to not have any other... I remember having to travel to film with Jackson, and it just made the process so much harder because I feel like you have to remember so much more stuff. Oh, my gosh. The diaper bag, stroller, car seat, bottles, and then... Formula. Formula, yeah. Because you're not breastfeeding. Yeah, if he starts screaming in the middle of it, it's, like, just adds, like, one more thing. But this, you know, I was only here. It's a quick turnaround, 24 hours, and I felt like, okay, I have a lot going on at home. My friend will stay home with the baby, and we'll come out and get this done. But it's nice because this is like mom-free, mom kid-free. Kid-free. Kid-free kid free. Kid free podcasting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So tell me about your story last time through the airport because I feel like the airport crazies is something that everybody can relate to. Okay. So first of all, the Atlanta airport is the biggest like in the world or something, right? Or in the United States? It's, uh, I know it's the hub for Delta. Okay, so it's whatever. It's huge. And so you have to take a train to get from each terminal. And my friend Danielle came to help me with the baby. And I didn't realize that we were getting off at B. And she said that I needed to get off at C. And I was wrong. And I had the baby. So I was like not paying attention. Get off the train. I'm supposed to get to C. And I'm at B. I get off with the baby. And she's literally, the doors closed on the train. And she's just waving at me as it goes by. And I'm like, (laughs) literally about to cry because I have the baby. She has the diaper bag. So if he starts crying, like we're screwed. And I'm just standing there like, okay, now what do we do? Because I don't know where I'm going. Long story short, I get on the train. We make it to each other. But the craziness, there's people everywhere. You have to hurry up. Atlanta airport is really big and I will say it's a very chaotic airport and they have lots of like terminals. There's distractions everywhere. There's like jazz band playing in like the middle of everything. Yeah. It was cool, but I just... But the story that you told me about your bags, like getting taken in Philly. Oh, you're talking about that story. Okay. The, okay. I leave my bags at my gate all the time. I know I shouldn't. All the time. And it literally, there's a disclaimer and they say it all over the airport. Like Like not to do that. Do not leave any bags unattended. They but I was like, don't worry. I'm going to go to the bathroom and be right back because I had the baby. He had a blowout. I needed to go change him. So I was like, I'll be <laughs> right back. I guess I took a little longer than expected and they confiscated the bags. Oh, my God. So I was like, crap, because this I literally only came. And we're like, yes, I'm going to miss my flight. Because I only had a carry-on. I didn't have – I wasn't checking a bag. So the carry-on was the bag that I was going to need for the – while I'm here. Oh my gosh. And so I had everything for like the, the baby's clothes, extra stuff for the baby to eat and bottles and everything else. And they took my bag. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss my flight. And I think there was only one other flight out that day. So I'm thinking, okay, well now I'm going to have to figure it out. Well, we call around to lost and found. Lost and found doesn't have it. The police came and got the bags, Lindsay. Mm-mm. So I had to go, there's like a police station kind of like right in the airport. And I Wait, had to go get them. they took your bags to they the police took, station? Yes. Oh, my God. Like, what am I going to hide in my Vera Bradley duffel bag? Oh, my gosh. The fact that you even were carrying a Vera Bradley duffel bag is, like, a whole nother level. Why? You don't like Vera Bradley? I mean, I just feel like Vera Bradley... Like, it's basic. You... I know. No, it's fine. I mean, I I'm just, basic. I think we're just kind of, you like, can at say a point. It. Okay, yeah, it's kind of basic. I am basic, so it's fine. It's it's okay. Um, so the only time I will say... I usually have, like, a lot of luck at the airport. Yeah, that's good. So I normally, I'd go to the same gate, go to the same everything. Like, mm-hmm. 
never really had like a major issue except that one story that I told you about, about that lady who like (laughs) jumped in front of me. She was wearing the bangles. She was wearing like a million bangles on her wrist and she cut me. She was not priority. And it's like, that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. If you're not priority, like I'm not judging you, but you're not priority and you're standing in the priority line and I'm going to miss my flight. Like it, it was ridiculous. It was a ridiculous situation. And then she tried to cuss me out. Well, no, she can't cut you and cuss you out. And, like, that doesn't work that And you way. don't even have a priority ticket. <laughs> like, you're boarding, like, zone 11. <laughs> I don't think there's 11 zones. Okay, well, that's what she was. She was probably, like, 11. But she was cussing me out, and I'm like, this is, like, a 70-year-old lady, like, cussing me out while I'm trying to just get my shoes off and get through the security, security checkpoint. checkpoint. Yeah, no, and I hear you. Like, and, like, how did she even get in the priority line? Like, that's the only time that I've ever had, like, a really major bad experience except a few times like a few run-ins with a few flight attendants but other than that yeah it's been pretty smooth i think atlanta like when you get the airport down it's and you travel it a lot it's i travel all the time but i think my problem is time management like i'm like okay i'm gonna get ready early so i can leave early and get to the airport early but really i'm like in my head i have from planning ahead i have so much extra time that i end up being late regardless that's but, my problem. But for starters, you book a flight like the night before you're supposed to go somewhere. Because you know what? I, yeah, I do. I don't have any rebuttal to that. Yeah. That's a problem I have for sure. Like me, I book the flight. Like six months in advance. Yeah. For sure. And you have your schedule and itinerary laminated. Yes. Why did you think that that was so weird? That I, I have never seen a Disney schedule printed and laminated in my life. You just wing it. I just wing it. No, because you don't get to do like all of the rides if you do it that way. Yeah, well, now I know. So I might have to take a tip or two from you and try to plan Like how many rides did you get to do whenever you went to Disney? Probably six. Okay, I probably did every ride. No way. Yeah, because I go to sections. Like when we traveled there, I sectioned out like, okay, these are the rides I want to do like in Frontierland. These are the rides I want to do in Fantasyland. These are the rides I want to do in, you know, whatever. To my defense, I I didn't go to Disney until I was 23 for the first time. And so I didn't know that there was sections. Oh, wow. So like next trip, I would for sure, okay, look at the rides in this section, figure out what we want to go on. But now that I did the plans, like I can give you the plans and then you can just print it off and you can- Laminate it, take it to Staples. Yeah. No, I have my own laminator. Did you know that? Jesus, Lindsay. Where'd you get that? My own laminator. Like you get it from like a- I got it as a gift. I like asked for it for Christmas for one year. Like a Knock it off. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> Type weird? A personality to a T. Isn't that weird? When I was a senior in high school, I asked for a labeler for my binders for Christmas, and I got it. But I'm pretty sure my parents thought it was real. And then you got the laminator for your birthday. No, I got it for Christmas, too. I but just yeah. don't plan anything. So, Like, yesterday, I couldn't even find my boarding ticket to get on the plane. And she was like, just give me your ID. So I Why don't you do it on your phone? How do you do that? Like, there's an app for whatever airline you're traveling I was flying Delta. Yeah, Delta has an app, and it just has the boarding pass on there. You can go on it, like, 24 hours. You can get your boarding pass, like, 24 hours in advance. I should never check in early, though, because I would miss, I like, I miss flights regularly. Oh, yeah, I've never missed a flight. So, another common question I feel like a lot of people would wonder why do they not load the plane the back to the front? They actually did some type of, like, study on it and it doesn't actually load faster that way no i'm i wouldn't think that it would load faster i just think common sense would tell you to load the plane from the back to the front so nobody has to get their elbows taken off 
What? The only problem with that is you'd have to wait until every single person is at the gate. And I think people are always late to the gate. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because you'd have to mm-hmm. wait until la- the very last person like arrives. Okay. I also wonder, and you probably can't answer this because I feel like you're the type of person that would not be prepared. Why are people not prepared for the airport? Like, why is it always like... I'm never prepared for the airport. Why is it always like a shock that you're going to the airport? Like, I mean, I wouldn't go that far for me. I would not say that I'm shocked to go to the airport. I just um, I just kind of wing it because it's like you kind of know what to expect. Yeah, but, no, but the, going through security where they're like, do you have a laptop in your bag? And they're asking you a hundred times. And it's like, I literally travel every single week. I know to take the laptop out of my bag. I know to take my shoes off. And they're asking me, do you have liquids in this bag? And it's like, no, I know to take the liquids out. Yeah, but a lot of people, like, they sit there and act like they're stuck on stupid. It's like you don't take your laptop out of your bag. You don't take your shoes off. You're just standing there like you're causing major chaos. You're causing me to be stressed out because I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Can I please just go in front of you? Yeah, no, they're not having that. Like, I hate it. And why can't you carry, like, large shampoo? Like, are you going to blow up an airplane with a shampoo bottle? I mean, I'm Like, you have to have a travel size. Who can literally use this much shampoo? I use that in one wash. Yeah, me too. literally the entire travel size. Me too. So. So my hair's going to get washed one time if I have to (laughs) count on a carry-on. Because I'm definitely not using hotel shampoo. It's fine. Everything's fine. And then I really feel like at the airport, you hate random people that you don't even know. Like, I get on the train or whatever in Atlanta, and I see people, and I'm like, I just hate that person. (laughs) I don't pay attention. I'm just, like, in la-la land. So I don't have that issue, but I could see why you do, since you're so... They just look, like, dysfunctional, and they just look like they don't know what they're doing, and it's like... That's probably me. You hate me at the airport. Yes. For sure. (laughs) If I saw you, I would be like, that girl... I hate her. It's dumb. It's fine. Like, the girl's really dumb. And then we meet up for our podcast and everything's fine. Yeah, everything's good. <laughs> everything's good. Everything's gravy. Copacetic. <laughs> okay, so what is the worst airline in your opinion? I don't know. I don't know. I like Delta and I don't really have a worst. I would say best would be Delta. I choose to fly Delta, only Delta. Okay. I would say worst would be American. I have not had good experiences on American and Spirit. I wouldn't. I don't think I would have ever flown Spirit, and I don't think I ever will. Well, one time I was going to Texas, or I was flying home from Texas to Atlanta, and we had, like, really, really bad turbulence, and we almost landed on another plane. And the flight attendant came on the intercom, and he was like, well, you better thank God if you're religious because you almost died. And then he was, like, making a joke out of it. And it's I was like, like it's funny. really not funny. Like, I've got a Did kid. you have Jackson with you? No. But I was like, I've got a kid to take care of. Like, it's really not funny. That's not funny at all. Like, why are we, why are we making jokes? Please just give me the peanuts because I'm stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, we're going to take a quick break. I want to tell you about BioClarity. This is a skin regimen I've been using that doesn't use any harsh chemicals. BioClarity combines the power of prescription-grade salicylic acid and restorative Floralux, an ingredient derived from the chlorophyll. Yes, the green stuff plants need. So it's clean and never mean to your skin. BioClarity uses naturally derived ingredients with amazing benefits, antioxidants found in green tea to clean and detoxify your skin, and cooling cucumber to soothe. They also have oat kernel to hydrate, plus much more. Um, There's no benzoyl peroxide, which causes redness and dryness and irritation. The cool thing about BioClarity is that it stops acne before it starts by 
attacking the bacteria that actually causes the acne. Let BioClarity help you face your day and feel mm-hmm. confident with clear, refreshed skin. Just go to BioClarity.com. Our listeners will get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That's a $20 savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But first, you need to enter our code COFFEE. That's BioClarity.com and enter our code COFFEE. Finally, an acne treatment that actually works. BioClarity.com. Let's talk about Sarah. Uh, freezing eggs. Okay. I don't really know much, a whole lot about this. About um, the whole process of yeah, freezing eggs? Yeah, I like learned that, I thought you like actually freeze them. Wouldn't they like no longer be living? You know what I'm well, saying? Like they, I'm picturing like you're literally putting them in a freezer. Well, I don't really think that's how it goes, but I mean, I could be wrong because like I haven't really looked into it, but I've thought about the whole process of freezing eggs because, you know, I only have one child and I'm kind of focused on working right now Mm -hmm. and it's very easy to just have one and to be able to just travel and like just have him. Yeah. And he's at a really fun age, you know, Mm -hmm. like, don't you feel like Lincoln's at a really fun age? Oh yeah, Lincoln's at a really good age. He's so funny. And could you imagine like just having one child, how easy, you know, that is? I can't even remember that, honestly. It's just so easy. And I mean, I won't say that having a child is easy but the process of having one child well, versus plus multiples. Jackson, Jackson, Jackson's almost five so right. at this point it's more like you have a schedule he's old enough to talk there's potty training is done all of that stuff yeah and he can like tell me what he wants and whatever and I can take a shower in peace and you yeah. know I'm not getting bombarded I can tell him to go and watch tv or you yeah, know, yeah. whatever and it's fine but I've thought about the process of freezing eggs because you know I'm 28 now and yeah. I don't want to Like, what if later down the road I want to have another kid, but, like, I don't want to have a kid right now. Right. And you would want your younger eggs. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Because once you reach, I think it's, is it 30 or 35 that they start doing the additional testing or whatever? Mm -hmm. So I don't want to, like, have eggs that are 35 years old, you know? Right. Yeah, I guess I never thought about it. But, like, would you? Would I freeze my eggs? Yeah, absolutely. I'm 25. I feel like I should not have any more children right now. But I mean, 35, 34 is still young enough to have kids. So it's still young enough to have kids. I just think like, as you know, like I'm a super planner, like I like to plan ahead. Mm -hmm. So naturally that would be something that I could see myself doing just so that I have the option. Because I feel like as a woman, when you feel like the options are getting limited or taken from you, Mm -hmm. then it's less likely like you're going to get stressed out about it. Right. Like, I feel like I would be stressed. Yeah. I mean, I don't, what do they have to do to the freezer? Like, do they like, how do they get them? I don't know. We like they go through, this. they go through a retrieval. They give you, I think you have to do like fertility mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I think you can't be like sexually active when you're doing it because okay. if they got, um, what do you call it? Like if they got fertilized, I guess, and then you would have lots of babies in you. Cause I think it, <laughs> <laughs> I think it makes your egg production like really high. Okay. And then when they go in for the retrieval, they get the eggs and then they f- get like quality ones and see, you know, like how long they survive. And But do, do they that. freeze them in? Like, because I'm pretty sure when I'm I think male it's like petri like dish type stuff. Sperm, like they, they can actually freeze it? Or is that not a thing? I don't know. Do they actually freeze them? Because I feel like I've heard of families putting them in the freezer and using like a turkey baster. Oh my God, that's not for real. That is. Yes, it is. That is 100% real. Not like a real... That's just like a joke. I don't think so. 
At the same time, I feel like I haven't had any type of fertility issues. So would it really be necessary? I feel like at 30, I need to decide, like, do I want more children or do I not? Because I don't want to, I love having a child, but I don't want to raise kids for like the whole rest of my life. Like I want to be able to travel and be able to do all of that stuff. And I don't think that. Could you see yourself raising a baby when Jackson's like 10? No, because you're still not going to have that like sibling relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like. I need to either decide, like, if I'm going to have another child or if I'm not. What's the age difference between you and your youngest sibling? My youngest? Well, I was, Grayson, like, right? I was, like, 17 when he was born. Yeah, see, that's hard. But the relationship's much the relationship's much different because he's, like, a baby. Mm-hmm. Like, a baby to me. I mean, it was almost like having a live baby doll for me at 17. Yeah. So, I mean, the relationship is just very different you don't have that like rivalry mm-hmm. type thing mm-hmm. that your kids probably have oh my kids fight all the time and like they're competitive with each other yeah but they also love each other but right. you probably don't have that competitive no at all and not even with like my other siblings they're seven and eight years difference between oh us. wow oh wow so, i didn't know that yeah that's what I was, I was nervous about that with isaac and lux because they're almost eight years apart right so i was concerned if they would be close right Right. I don't know what that dynamic looks like because I don't have siblings, so I don't know. But I can't see myself if Isaac's 15 years old, which is what, in six years? Like, I can't imagine having like a baby. No. Yeah. Like, I think that ship will have sailed and I think I will be done. But since you do have multiples and you are an only child, would you tell me, like, have another child for your your child? Yes. Yes. I 100%. So I hated being an only child. But would you have like another child? Would I? Yeah, I would. But like, if I was going to, I feel like it would be soon because I don't want to have twelve or fifteen years between Isaac and the youngest because I'll never right. have anything in common. Right, because he's already seven. Mm-hmm. You know, he's so. about to be eight next month. So I think that um, I'll pretty much be done. Oh my gosh, does that like stress you out? I feel a like that's bit. like stressful because I feel like okay, if you have a thought of wanting to have another one, you will never regret having a child, but you may regret not having another child. Right. So that's my thought. We are going to take a break. I wanted to give you all a suggestion for Christmas that I think you all will love because I do. Birchbox is the perfect gift for everyone on your list. It is a monthly delivery of the best in beauty personalized to their unique beauty needs and style. This box always includes a mix of hair care, skin care, and makeup. I will definitely be gifting this this holiday season. It's super easy and a quality gift. It really is the gift that keeps giving. For a limited time, you can get 20% off all gift subscriptions through December 25th using our code COFFEE. Just visit birchbox.com slash coffee. I want to talk about movies. Okay. And like, what movies you've seen lately. Well. Or that you love. How about let's do like romantic comedies. Okay. You know I a good I feel one? like all girls can like get behind that. Friends with Benefits is one of my favorites. And also 10 Things I Hate About You. Okay. So tell me... I don't think I've watched either of those. Are you serious? I think I've watched 10 Things I Hate About You. That's, That's with, a like, classic. Julia Stiles yes, or whatever. and Heath Ledger. Yes. That is a classic. I can rehearse every line. Yeah. You're that into it? I love it. I've watched, I watched it when I was a kid, and I still watch it. Like, I will 100% watch is, it now. As Jackson says, I'm totally into it. I'm totally... Who? Jackson oh. says that. <laughs> He's like, I'm totally into it. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, no, I love that movie. Okay, so I guess my favorite of all time romantic comedy would be Pretty Woman. I don't think I've ever seen that. You've never seen it with Julia Roberts and Mm -mm. Richard Gere? Who's Richard Gere? Oh, my God. I feel like they should be in a real-life love affair. I don't know them. 
I know who Julia Roberts is. Is that who you said? Yes. Yeah, I know who she is. I don't know who. You've never seen it? Mm -hmm. Oh, my. Oh, my God, Kale. I love. So tell me about your movies, and then I'll tell you about. Well, Friends with Benefits is with Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake, and they are, like, fighting that the, the fact that they're just friends with benefits, but they fall in love, and they're both, like, fighting it. But ultimately, well, I don't want to say the end for people. It's, like, an old movie, I guess. It's yeah. a couple years old, but I love it. Spoil it. No, I can't spoil it. Yeah. Okay, but what if someone's listening, and then they're like, oh, my God, I want to see that movie now, and then I ruin it because I said the end. Oh, I get it. Okay. So that's a good one, but they're it's super cute because I feel like it's so relatable, especially, like, in my life. I feel like friends with benefits is... Literally how Lux became Lux. I've just never had, like, a friends with benefits, so I feel like I wouldn't... It was my first time ever doing it. It turned into a relationship, and so you, like, fight it for so long, but it's, like, a real relationship. So you were just, like, attracted to each other and... But then we, like, agreed for it to be friends with benefits, and then eventually we were together. Like, it was a thing. Because I feel like you can't be like that. Without catching feelings. Somebody's going to catch feelings. Yeah, I agreed. Do you feel like that? Yeah. Is that how the movie is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do they both catch feelings or just one? I don't want to say. Just tell me. I can't. We should watch it. And we can tweet about it later. Okay, fine. Fine. Okay, what's your next one? 10 Things I Hate About You because I feel like I relate to Julia Stiles' personality in that movie. Okay. Like she doesn't want to fall in love, but she does. Okay. And she doesn't hate him. She really doesn't hate hate him, you know? Well, but like, what's the plot? Like, what's the, the... plot is that? I guess I don't. What... Or like, just give a synopsis. Yeah. Okay. So, ten things I hate about you is about a girl who, like, doesn't want to fall in love. She's not interested in dating, and um, her sister wants to date, but the rule is in their house that she can't date unless her older sister dates, which she's not interested in dating. Okay. So basically. This guy wants to take the little sister out and pays somebody to take the older sister out. Okay. Um, so it's like a forced thing, um, but he ends up actually falling for her. And then she's like, doesn't realize that, okay, yes, that started out as him getting paid to date her, but like he actually falls in love. And so she finds out that he is getting paid for it and she gets really upset, but she falls in love with him also. Okay. But I feel like, like I would be super in- too. I, I feel like I've seen like parts of that yeah, movie. Yeah, it's but- from the 90s. Yeah. Total 90s. Definitely, but it's a good movie. It's definitely um, relatable. Okay, so I would say Pretty Woman and Sweet Home Alabama would be my two favorite romantic comedies. You've never seen Sweet Home Alabama? I heard the song before. That song was played in the movie, but that's not where the song is from. I think the song was like really old. Older than the movie. Oh, yeah, like the movie was in like 2000 or something. Oh, I need to watch that. The song was by Leonard Skinner. Um, Is that his real name, Leonard Skinner? Leonard Skinner. I mean, it could be like a stage name, but like that could be. First appeared in 1974. Oh, wow. So the movie's way newer than the song. Yes. Yes. Okay. So it has Reese Witherspoon and uh, Josh Lucas in it. And basically what happens is she is like very successful. She lives in Manhattan and she's with this guy who is family's like very political and she ends up going home because he's like very controlling. And when she goes back home, she runs into her ex-husband and they aren't divorced yet. And so he doesn't want to sign the divorce papers because he's still like in love with her. They were, I guess, like high school sweethearts or like hometown sweethearts, whatever you want to call it. And 
he doesn't want to get divorced. So he basically finds like all of these ways to avoid getting divorced, getting divorced from her and signing divorce papers. And so she goes and like takes the key to the house and like moves furniture and like all this kind of crazy stuff. And they end up falling back in love, back in love. Like she's actually at her wedding and he shows up. And when he shows up, like the, a man shows up and he, um, he's like, you can't, get married, like, you're not legally divorced, divorced or whatever. And then she ends up, like, running off with him, and it's, like, happily ever after. Don't you feel like you wish that was, like, no, your life? I'm glad I got divorced. I feel like that's just so sweet. Like, my, I don't think that would ever. Like, if somebody chased me like that? Maybe, but there's a reason why you got to that point. I know, it, It's but... a movie, so I get it. I mean, I just, I feel like whenever I'm watching these movies, I get like so invested yeah. and like, I feel like they're like a real life couple and like, I fully get invested in like the relationships that are formed on these movies and And shows. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Fair enough. Like I cried in Sweet Home Alabama. I mean, I, I cried, I cried for a lot of movies actually. I cried in Transformers. So I mean, and I'm pretty sure I cried at Fast and Furious. So so the original reason, though, why she got married to her high school First, sweetheart yeah. was because she thought it was the right thing to do because she got pregnant, but then she eventually ended up miscarrying. Oh, wow. So she wasn't necessarily in love with him at first? I think that they were in love. I think it was just like, this is like the right thing to do, right, you yeah. know? Like, you know, the movie is in the South, so it's like not, you know, processes to get married, get married then have a baby and... Makes sense. Yeah. So I guess they it. wanted to like legitimize, you know, yeah, bring the baby into life legitimately or whatever That's they good. call it. You yeah, know, like, legitimate. Legitimate, yeah. So basically I'm just going to like read you a synopsis of Pretty Woman so okay. that you can like understand the depth of the movie. The movie. Okay, yeah. I'm ready. I'm listening. Okay, so it's Julia Roberts and Richard Gere and basically he is – like very wealthy and he is very very good looking guy okay and he could have like any woman that he wants to have but he like wants to have somebody that's beautiful like under his arm for social events and whatever but i think not to be committed right you know so he basically goes and sees this woman which is julia roberts walking down the street and he's in a nice sports car and he pulls over and she's a hooker. And so he stops and like tells her to get in or whatever. And he pays her and all of this stuff. And, um, she's on Hollywood Boulevard, I think is like where he finds her. Okay. And, and that's pretty, yeah, not nice. Yeah. That's like where I would typically probably see a hooker maybe. So in the movie, her name's Vivian Ward and he want he ends up wanting to hire her twenty four seven, not just for the night, but twenty four seven for the entire week. Like for events and stuff to look Yeah. Okay. To like look, you know, like he's got somebody, you know, she's a pretty girl, like mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. But she's dressed like a hooker. Okay. You know, so and he's so, gotta change her wardrobe probably. Yes. Okay. So basically what he wants to do is for her to look professional and to be able to act the part and so she goes to these nice stores, you know, in Beverly Hills, and they turn her away. Because she looks... Because she looks like a hooker. Right. 
But what they don't realize is he's given her all of this money to be able to spend and be able to afford these clothes at like Barney's or whatever. And mm-hmm. she tells them, they're like, she's like, you've made a huge mistake because she could afford it. So basically what happens is they end up falling in love. And yeah. What an interesting love story. And it's the most beautiful movie ever. Like I seriously love it so much. And then another great movie is The Proposal. Have you seen that one? I have not seen that. With Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds? No. Not that I can recall. I'm not really into, like, romantic comedies. Like, I'll watch them just because 10 Things I Hate About You and Friends with Benefits, like, are something that I just watched by, not by accident, but, like... It was more like like, a fluke. Yeah. And then I loved them. But I really like action movies, so... See, that's so funny. I don't even know And what that's the how we're so is. different. Yeah, like, no, I'm, I love romantic I'll cry comedies. at like Transformers or something crazy. So, and see, I would never even watch oh, Transformers. You know what movie I cried at? I cried at Creed. That's like a boxing movie. I cried at it during it. So, oh. but like, what kind of movie would you watch? That I watch like Creed, which is a boxing movie, Transformers, Action, Fast and Furious. If you guys are listening to our podcast, tweet us and let us know if you're the type of girl that would be more interested in romantic comedies or action action movies. I'm more romantic comedy. And I'm for sure action. For so sure. So what's what's like your favorite I really like Oh, I know what your favorite movie what? of all time. What is it? Eight Mile. Yeah, it is Eight Mile. <laughs> <laughs> I love Eight Mile. That one's not really action, but I But why do you like it? Well, I'm a huge Eminem fan. I feel like we relate. On Do a you lot relate of to a story? Yeah, yeah. And so, I just love it. And then I saw Eight Mile when I was like probably in high school. Yeah. And I just loved it ever since. So whenever it came out, I wasn't allowed to watch it. When was oh, it? Wow. I I think it, it came, came out, out when I was in high school. So like 2009. I was the most sheltered child ever. Like really? literally, like I wasn't allowed to watch like rated R and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I was watching really scary movies as a kid. Like I literally was watching like Legally I had Blonde. Zero guidance. Oh, I did see. I have seen Legally Blonde. That one's funny. That one's good. That one is that like a romantic comedy? It's I don't know. Funny. That's what I was gonna ask. It's like funny, but I don't know if it's like a romantic. You know, like one. the Bend and Snap. Oh my god! Yeah, I know that one. That's like yeah. the girl. Your friend looks like that girl. Oh yeah, the the mom off of the yeah. yeah. But what's her name? <laughs> I don't know. What's her name in the movie? Um, what's that girl's name in the movie? Um, Legally Blonde. Let me look it up. Ellie Ellie Woods. No, no. L- first L- off, it's Elle Woods. <laughs> And that's, that is the lead. Elle Woods. And then the girl that she's also in, a Cinderella Story is a good one. Is that a romantic comedy? Is Cinderella Story a romantic comedy? Because I think that it is. is one and I of, like that one. I love that movie so much because I love Hilary Duff. And seriously, I mean. That's a good one. And I watched it as what a was, kid. What was the guy's name in the movie? Oh, I'm drawing a blank. He was in One Tree Hill, I think. Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael Murray. Is yeah, right? but what was, but what was his name in the movie? Like, is he really going to act like he didn't know who she was with that little tiny mask? Adam. No, it wasn't Adam. Paulette. Paulette. But what was the guy's name? No, this is a different movie. No, we're talking about... We're we're talking about Legally Blonde. Okay, we're talking about Legally Blonde. Her name was Paulette, and she's the one that works at, like, the hair salon or whatever, and she's getting the divorce. Yes, and And she's going to go home at the end and, like, take her dogs. Right? Yes. The they, dogs? Well, it wasn't at the end, but they go and take her dogs. Yeah, and I Reese Witherspoon movie. pulls out some like stuff that she's learned at Harvard and basically scares him and yeah. she gets the dogs and all that. that stuff. I love that movie. I I was legally blonde. Like I was Elle Woods for Halloween one time. You were? Yeah. I dress up as Elle Woods because oh, wow. I wanted to be an That's attorney whenever I was a little kid. That's a good well, one. Well, 
I, w- I specifically wanted to be a Supreme Court judge. Oh, wow. Specifically. Okay. But I settled for Legally Blonde for Halloween. That's perfect. And I didn't get any further than that. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, Cinderella story. I that think was it, a good one. But is it a comedy? I would say it's a romantic comedy because she ends up with Chad Michael Murray, which what is his name in the movie? Austin Ames. Austin Ames. Yes. How oh my gosh. Did Austin stuff. Ames not know that I know it's like a masquerade a tiny mask. thing. It wasn't like a full face mask. But what was her I would name? Get so mad. Um, Sam. 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 That's how like Sa- those stepmom says. Sam. What though? Sam. What was her name? It was like Sam. Something basic. It was like something basic. It was, her last name was like a common Sam Jones. I don't know Sam. Um, Sam. Do you know what I'm talking about? Let's see. I think they just called her Sam. I don't think they called her like... No, she for sure had to have had a last name. She had a last name in it? It doesn't say. Just oh. like the the mom's... The wicked stepmom was Fiona. Fiona. And then the girl's name was Sam. But how did he not know that it was Sam? Like she had the tiniest mask. I some feel of these like movies, that's, like they're good movies, but some of the things piss me off. Like it's completely unrealistic, right? Yeah, like I wouldn't... If you put a masquerade... What is it? Like a Mardi Gras mask or yeah. masquerade? What is it called? Uh, masquerade. Masquerade, yeah. I would know it was you. Yeah, I would totally know it was you too. So. So sometimes you're just a little bit unrealistic, but the whole point was cute. Yeah, like, it was cute. The whole it was movie a good was movie. cute. But how did it end again? I think they end up together. Oh my gosh. And then the wicked stepsisters that drove the beetle bugs. <laughs> they were so mad. Yeah. They, it's fine. But it's okay. It's okay. We're okay with it. Okay, we need to think about something. Okay, we'll do the would you rather. Okay, let's see. I want to ask you. Let's do. Let's see this. Okay. Okay, would you rather be able to see 10 minutes into your own future or 10 minutes into the future of anyone but yourself? I would rather, selfishly, I would rather see 10 minutes into my own future. I just feel like 10 minutes isn't enough time to see But you have to say, like, why. Yeah, tell me why. So... I feel like I don't – there's not anybody out there that I would, like, care enough to be nosy enough about to – But I don't care about 10 minutes into my own future. We already know I'm going to be late regardless. Well, I know, but, I mean, what if it was, like, okay, for example, I think that question is, like, major life events. So, like, if you were – Going to miss my flight or not. In yeah. that 10 minutes, yeah, I'm going to know if I'm going to miss know. the flight or not. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like I would rather know my own future then. Would you rather be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early? We already know the answer to this. You're going to be 20 minutes early. Yes. Every time. I mean, I would hope to be 10 minutes early also. I mean, did I say 10 or 20? Does it say? Oh, 20 Would you rather be 10 minutes late or always 20 minutes early? I would rather be 20 minutes early, but that's just not realistic with my personality in my life. See, the way my life is set up is that I'm always going to be late no matter what. So for this answer, if I could be 20 minutes early, I would. Okay, I'm always going to never choose to be late, and I'm always going to choose to be early. Would you rather be famous when you're alive and forgotten when you die or unknown when you're alive but famous after you die? Famous when I'm alive because who cares when I'm dead? Good point. I agree. I'm not going to know anything about it, so why would I care? I guess The legacy. Like the legacy, yeah. I actually saw a super cute movie that was – it's called Coco. It's a Disney Pixar movie. Yeah. And it's kind of – having to do with that like Like, what is it so in mexican culture you there's day of the dead right and you put all your family's like pictures that have passed you put them like on an altar kind of and um so that they can cross over on this one day from spirit 
to be like right. spirits, whatever. And if you don't put your family member's picture, like essentially they are forgotten and they can't cross over. Oh, wow. So, But I is mean, that like every year? Yeah, every that? year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so would you rather give up bathing for a month or give up internet for a month? I'm picking internet. I'm, I'm, I'm picking not. internet because I bathe like three times a day. Yeah, I'm not. I'm for sure. Who Although like if I'm on Naked and Afraid, I'm going to give up both, I guess. I've always wondered about that. I want to talk about Naked and Afraid for a second. Yeah, for sure. Would Isaac you, loves that show. Would you ever go on it? I have no survivors, survival skills whatsoever. Like I would probably die in those 21 days. You're allowed to take like one thing with you, yes, right? Yeah. Is that how it works? Mm-hmm. So... Would you bring a pot or would you bring like some type of knife? Because I would bring a knife because who knows if I'm going to actually kill something big enough to put in a pot. I'm going to bring the pot because of the water. You can't survive. You can survive without food. You can't survive without water. So if you boil. But where are you going to get the water from? The lake. And I'm going to boil it. Or I'm going to do that little contraption where they take the leaves and get the condensation and then they. Kale, you're never going to do that because you don't know how. I watch enough Naked and Afraid to figure it out. Like if I'm going on Naked and Afraid, I'm going to YouTube the shit before I go. Okay. Well, there's like a naked and afraid, like, isn't there like an XL, XL mm-hmm. version or something? Yep. So is that like the people that make it past 21 like, days? They want to go again. They want to go longer. Who would choose to do that? To go out in the woods with no clothes? But you know what? They're really, they're the smart ones. Because when we go out of power for storms, natural disasters or anything like that, they're going to know how to survive and we're not. No, but. Like I mean, they know how to figure out how to wash themselves. That's like people having like these survival kits and like all this weird stuff. Like I would never have that. I need to learn how to light a fire. I would never know how to do any of that kind of stuff. Well, I think we should probably try. Maybe we should take like a survival class. Yes, I agree. If you guys think that Kale and I should take a survival class and film it. Tweet us. Tweet us and let us know. I'm going to say yes, Mm -hmm. we should. Yeah, so those were all the would you rather. What's that game, Marry, Kiss, or Kill? Oh, Okay, yeah. Or Mary Date. What is it? What is it called? Mary. Is it? Kiss, Mary Date. What is it? Oh, Mary. Mary, have sex or kill. What is it? Mary, have sex or date. No, kill. Mary. Mary F. I can't say F because you don't want me to say the F word. Uh, Do you want me to say it and you don't? Yeah. Okay. We're just going to go explicit this week though. Okay. Mary, fuck or kill. Yeah, Okay. So, I can't kill anyone, so that's never happening. Oh, I could. Okay, so let's. I'm gonna give you three people. Okay. Is this how you play it? Okay. I gave you. Don't three give people. me real life people. I know. No, I'm gonna <laughs> give you like celebrities or okay. something. Okay. Um, I don't know the, who this person is, but I just know it's a famous actor, Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Um. He played Jake Gyllenhaal. Played like maybe the Joker, the- right, on Batman. No, I think that was Heath Ledger. Oh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay, so Jake Gyllenhaal, um, Channing Tatum, and um, I'm trying to think of like another, what's the guy who played in Gerard Butler? Okay. Ooh, Taken's a good movie. He played in that, right? Taken? No, he didn't. I'm just kidding. That's another guy. Gerard Butler played in... I have to look them up and see like what they. Three hundred. I've got to get. Like, I do like that movie a lot. I've got to get a. Like I'm a very visual person. I've got to. Gerard Butler. I'm. I would definitely. How do you even spell Gerard? Him. I can't even say his name right. G e r, a r d Gerard. Okay. Was that right, Butler? No, we're about to see. 
I would for sure marry him. I don't know who Jake Gyllenhaal is, so maybe I would. He's a little too rough for me. Like he's got too many like. I don't know what he looks like. Can you? He's got him? too many like wrinkles for me. But he has an accent. Okay. The only thing I would be into would be like a southern accent. Okay, I like. But not all like accents. a. What do you call it? like English or something like that? Like okay, I wouldn't, okay, so because I wouldn't understand them. So you don't. You're not into him. No. So you'd kill him. Uh, I don't think I would kill him. What's other choices? Fuck or marry. You have to pick one of each. Okay, like well, one for I'm each. not going to say that word, but I would probably... Channing Tatum would be... You're going to have sex with him. Yeah. Okay. That would be the and choice. you're going to marry Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. And then you're going to kill Gerard Butler. Yes. Okay. So yeah. what's your... I would marry Gerard Butler. I mean, yeah, Gerard Butler. I don't know who Jake Gyllenhaal is, so I'm going to say kill he's got to go. And then what was the other one? You did it. You I said know. It. Well, who did I pick? Channing Tatum. I guess yeah. I'm going to have sex with him, but I'm not really into it. You're not? Why? No, I just, He's so gorgeous. Like, I wouldn't. That's totally my type, right? That is your type. That is right up your alley. Yeah. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. That was a good good game. Yeah. What I was that it. other game that you wanted to play? The Whisper game. The Whisper Challenge? Yeah. We can't do that on the podcast. We'll film it for Instagram Live. Oh, okay. So follow our Instagram at Coffee Combos Podcast. All right. Well, it was a great podcast, and we will be back next week. Bye.